Hi, I'm Kate Botello, your host of Classical Sprouts. If you love this podcast, please donate to help Sprouts continue to grow. Go to classicalsprouts.org slash donate. Thanks. Love! Handsome soldiers, quack doctors, weddings, and love potions? Or so we think. We're heading to the Italian countryside to listen to some gorgeous melodies, patter around with some funny songs, and find out more about this Elisir d'Amore, or Elixir of Love, today on... Classical Sprouts! Welcome to Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids. I'm Kate Botello. Hey there. Today, we're going to talk about Gaetano Donizetti's romantic and comedic opera, L'Elysir d'Amore. But first, let's start with a Quizlet question. Since we're talking about love today in all its forms, we're looking to Valentine's Day to give us our Quizlet question. Which country had the first Valentine's Day cards? Where were the first Valentine's Day cards printed and sold? We'll give you a hint along the way. Be sure to stick around for the end of the show, and we will tell you the answer. Gaetano Donizetti was an Italian composer in the early 1800s who wrote over 60 operas as well as pieces for orchestra and chamber music. He wrote the hugely popular operas Lucia de la Mamor, and Don Pasquale. Amore first premiered in Milan, Italy in 1832, and it has been popular ever since. It's funny, it's romantic, and it's considered a part of the Italian bel canto tradition in opera. Bel canto means beautiful singing or beautiful song, and as you'll hear today, L'Elysir d'Amore has just that. but it also has some great characters, heart, and wit in its story. So let's get into it. L'Elysir d'Amore is the story of a young man from the countryside named Nemorino. He is in love with the smart, strong, and beautiful Adina. But she has placed Nemorino firmly in the friend zone, and she's even crushing on one of the strapping, strong young soldiers that comes through town instead. Nemorino is heartbroken and will do anything to win over Adina's love. So when a traveling salesman and so-called doctor comes to town, Nemorino buys what he thinks is a love potion so that Adina will fall in love with him. What will happen next? Will this supposed elixir work? How does Adina feel about all this? Let's take a listen and find out. Mm-hmm. 
It's a hot day in the Italian countryside. Adina is reading a book, and sweet Nemorino is looking at her from afar, so in love that he sings this. Adina reads part of her book out loud to the people of the village. It's the story of Tristan and Isolde and a love potion, or elixir, that makes Isolde fall in love with Tristan. Nemorino gets an idea, but more on that later, because some soldiers come into town. One of them, Sergeant Belcore, finds Adina very beautiful, he has good taste, and immediately upon meeting her, asks her to marry him. Dina, the smart cookie that she is, she says that she has no intention of rushing into anything, and it will take some time to think on it. We then find Nemorino and Adina alone together after the soldiers have departed for the afternoon, and we can see that they're really very good friends who care a lot about each other. Adina asks about Nemorino's sick uncle and suggests that maybe he should take a trip into town to visit him. Let's all go into town with him. It's while we're in town that a traveling salesman of medicines arrives in a fancy wagon. Now, for those of you who have listened to our episode on or are familiar with the musical the Music Man? This fella right here is the Professor Harold Hill of Italy. But instead of selling musical instruments, he's selling medicine, and he calls himself a doctor. This is Dr. Dulcamara, and he's come to town to make everyone think that they need his miracle potion that will cure anything. This reminds Nemorino of the story that Adina was reading, and he asks Dr. Dulcamara if he sells the same kind of elixir of love. 
Now, Dukamare says yes, but remember, he is not a real doctor, and love potions aren't real either, so he comes up with something else in his wagon to sell Nemorino. He pulls out a bottle of normal wine, and he sells that to our lovesick friend, telling him it will start working within one day from when he first takes a sip of it. Well, thinking the potion's already having some effects, Nemorino keeps drinking it, and he acts like a fool around Adina when she arrives in town. She is surprised by his behavior, and then right in that moment, agrees to marry the sergeant to get back at Nemorino for making such a fool of himself. Nemorino begs her to wait until after the next day to marry the soldier, because that is when the elixir will have worked its magic. Well, she ignores this request and invites the entire village to her wedding, which is happening that evening. What will happen at the wedding? Will Nemorino's supposed elixir actually work? Will Adina forgive Nemorino? All this and more after the break. During the break, make sure to follow us and rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you always know when a new episode's available and so more Sprouts like you can find out about us. Stick around, Sprouts. We'll see you after the break. This is my voice. It can tell you a lot about me, and I'm not changing it for anyone. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of NPR episodes centered on the Black experience. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get podcasts. At the beginning of the episode, I asked you which country was the first to print and sell Valentine's Day cards. Now, here's your hint. It's on an island, and some popular foods are scones, sticky toffee pudding, and fish and chips. Any guesses? Stick around for the end of the show. We'll tell you the answer. Before the break, we met Adina and Nemorino, two friends from a small country village in Italy. Nemorino is madly in love with Adina, but she has friend-zoned him and just agreed to marry a handsome soldier. Nemorino gets drunk on what he thinks is a love potion, and we're about to go to Adina and the soldier's wedding. We're on our way there now. Now, this is a really nice and extravagant wedding, and it's come together very nicely for how quickly it was planned. Adina has a wedding dress, and the table is adorned with plentiful food and drink, but Adina notices that Nemorino isn't there. She asks to hold off the marriage until Nemorino can be there, because she was really only getting married to spite him. Nemorino does arrive, it's obvious to him that the potion hasn't taken effect. 
Because Adina still must not love him if she's still marrying that other guy, right? Well now, here's where things take a dramatic turn. Nemorino joins the army. What? Yeah, he does. He joins the army, the same one that Adina's soldier fiancé is in. He does it mostly so he can get money to buy more of Ducamara's elixir, but also because if Adina still doesn't love him, he feels like he has no reason to stay around the village anymore. Oh, poor, poor Nemorino. But since he now has enough money to buy more elixir and thinking this might be his last chance, he buys some more and takes another big gulp. Then, as an audience, we are let into some primo information. All the women in town that were at the wedding are chatting and gossiping. One of them says that Nemorino's sick uncle had died, which is sad, but that he left him with a huge fortune. And because somehow this is more enticing than any part of Nemorino's great personality, they now all want to marry him. So, because of this, Nemorino thinks that his elixir of love has finally worked. When Adina finds out that he has joined the army, she gets understandably upset. She wants him to stay because she really does care about him. Dr. Dulcamara offers her some elixir because he thinks it works now too. Obviously, it's going so well for Nemorino, right? But Adina wants to actually talk to Nemorino and clear the air and win him all on her own because she's awesome like that. We find Nemorino just outside all of the wedding hubbub singing the most famous aria from this opera, Una Furtiva Lagrima, One Hidden this is a love song because he feels in his heart that she must love him too. Adina finds Nemorino outside and has brought his signing papers so he can quit the army. They confess, finally, that they do actually love each other and she has cared for him the whole time, not knowing until now that it was love. No elixir needed, just friendship and good communication. 
Oh, good job, both of you. Good job. So now we're left with a couple in love and a doctor who thinks he's got a magical elixir of love that he can sell far and wide. Oh, Dr. Dulcamara. Good luck, buddy. At the beginning of this episode, I asked you, Sprouts, which country printed out and sold the first Valentine's Day cards. I gave you the hint it's on an island, and some popular foods include fish and chips, sticky toffee pudding, and scones. Well, I'll give you another hint. We have an episode on this country's coronation anthems, and it's where the band The Beatles are from. You think you know? The answer is... Desk roll, please. England. The first Valentines were handmade and sent or delivered by mail to friends, romantic interests, or family members. But England was the first country to start using printing presses to make and distribute Valentines that people could purchase. Personally, I think handmade is best. Just fold a piece of paper in half, cut out a heart, call it good. Alrighty, dear Sprouts, thank you for listening to L'Elysir d'Amore with me today as we met Adina Nemorino, the goofy Dr. Dulcamara, and found that no magic was needed for this love story to turn out all right. All right. We've got some more fun facts about the stars of L'Elysir at the Metropolitan Opera and more on our website at classicalsprouts.org. So be sure to check us out there and follow us on Instagram at Classical Sprouts. We share things there that we don't cover on the podcast, so make sure to check it out. This episode was written and produced by Emily Duncan Wilson with support from Amanda Sewell. Our digital content manager is Casey Brown. I'm Kate Botello. Ciao.